everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Word About Wealth, a podcast where we tackle the often complicated world of money and finance. My name is Kevin. And this is Van. What we do here on this podcast is take a common sense approach to all things money. We'll do our best to define concepts, give examples, and have a casual conversation to help everyone understand. It is important to note that we are not financial advisors, nor do we pretend to be. What we share on this podcast should be taken as general education and financial entertainment and must not be misconstrued as official financial advice. Man, I have a question for you. What's that? You know, what's up with these banks and always wanting to score us? Putting a number on my head. Why? Why? Well, What is this credit score that they talk about? Well, it's, I, I, they got to make sure that you're not a scumbag, right? Oh, all right, all right. Well, I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't why? like it. Why not? Because I feel like I'm more than what they say they are. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're not just a number? I'm not just a number. You're I'm, a person, I, I, I know. I have feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. I watched Inside Out. Oh, yeah? yeah That's right. that movie? Yeah. Do you have a lot of joys in your head? I or do, you... I do. And I feel like the bank should know about it. But, folks, <laughs> what are we talking about today, man? <laughs> I like that, my that, intros, yeah? That, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was totally not rehearsed, by the way, folks. Always. So today, we're talking about credit scores. And I I know most people know what a credit score is and all that, but I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. Don't you think, Kevin? I certainly think so. I'm sure that you go to your, uh, you know, we like Thanksgiving dinners and people tell you, try to educate you about things about credit scores. Stop it. (laughs) So many Thanksgiving. We want to kind of air out these misconceptions out of the air. Okay. So to start that, we want to do some game time. Game time. Game time. That's right. Season okay, two. Kevin, right. I, I am going to be the host for Game All Time. Right. Just, yeah. I haven't seen this, guys. It's called, I'm gonna, we're going to play a game called Fact or Fiction. Okay. F-O-F? F-O-F? So I'm going to give you these statements, and you tell me if you think they are fact or fiction, okay? Okay. So the first statement is, fact or fiction, Kevin, you have to carry a balance to build credit. That sounds about right. I feel like I've heard of that before. Is that true? Yes. Fact. That is a false, sir. Oh, yeah, really? Big fat false. Okay, so... What? It's actually... In order to build credit, it's actually best to pay everything on time, but then you don't get any extra credit by keeping a balance on your credit cards. Oh, I see, I see. But you, there's no extra credit. So, in a way, you ha- you don't need to carry a balance because I hear a lot of people say that, oh, I, I keep a balance on my credit card to, to improve my score, yeah. right? But that's that's complete nonsense. Oh, yeah. well, that's just a fool's... Fool's choice. Exactly. Hmm. Right? So you fooled me there. So okay. that, that is... That. So uh, that's a zero and one there, right? Mm, for one. Oh, for, oh, one. for one. Oh, for one. All right. Second one. All right. Fact or fiction, Kevin? If you already have bad credit, paying off your existing debt will erase your bad debt. Or no. You, or erase your bad credit. I'm sorry. I feel like that bad credit stays with you for some time. So I'm going to say false. You're correct. Oh, yeah. Yes. One for one. So... The uh, so you're right. So negative credit can actually stay on your report for uh, at least uh, for seven years. Oh wow! So even if you were if you had bad credit, you know, five years ago, then that history will still stay in your report. So, so it has to be past the seven years, and then assuming you're staying on good credit during that seven years, correct? Then it will be expunged from your record, or it would just be moved to the right so far that you oh. don't see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Fair enough. so oh, yeah, cool. good good one, good All one. All right, okay, so. The next one, fact or fiction, Kevin? Yep. When you get married, you and your spouse share the same credit score. Ooh. I think this is false, because I think my wife and I have different credit scores, because I tell her mine is better all the time. Oh. Is that true? You're correct, sir. (laughs) That is is false. Okay. That is false. So 
You're right, because when you get married, most people think when you get married that, oh, you know, I, I don't want to marry you because you got a bad credit score. Oh, and, <laughs> friends and, do you hang <laughs> And it's, it's actually completely false because yep. you're right. Every individual has their own social security number and that social security number is linked to their own credit score. So that okay. is completely false that you share a credit score. And, you know, so again, as, an, as the bank would see that you are not, you know, two people is not one person, but they see as two people as two separate individuals. All right, right? I'll give the okay. bank some credit that's now. Right. You know, that's they're right. They're starting to see me as an individual. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Power to the people, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that is, that's pretty interesting because a lot of people, I feel like, don't think that after they get married they share everything right credit scores exactly all right so the next one factor fiction kevin all right checking your credit score hurts your credit that is true is that true is that a fault is that true i I, because i remember but i feel like i check it all the time now and it doesn't really impact it so i don't know so what's your so what's your answer oh man i'm gonna say fact it's fact Checking your, that is uh, actually false, Kevin. Oh. Yeah, so when you're checking your credit score, is what they call an inquiry. And inquiries do not affect your credit oh, score. Tricky, now, tricky. Now, if you are, so on the flip side, if you are accrediting, uh, applying for a credit card, mm-hmm. then you're doing like a, uh, I don't I think it's called a hard inquiry or something like that. But that in that case, you do hurt your credit score because what the credit bureaus think or the bank or the institution think is that you're adding more debt to your, I guess, uh, your credit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so applying for more credit cards or more things like that, um, does hurt your credit, but inquiries do not. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so inquiries is like when I go on Chase right. and it says, "Hey, Kevin, want to see your credit score? Click right. here," and I click on it and it shows me that's an inquiry. That's an inquiry. So it doesn't impact it. That's correct. But if I were to open up a credit card, it would impact it. That's correct. Mm. Okay, the last one I have here. I actually had six, but I just gave away the la- <laughs> next one. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Here's here's the last one. Kevin. All right. FICO. FICO, FICO score. Everybody knows what a FICO score is, Isn't right? Isn't that a plant? But, Ficus? Yeah, no. <laughs> F-I-C-O. F-I-C-O. So it's, uh, it's I see an, that everywhere. It's an acronym for something, right? But most people know what it is, but uh, people don't know what it stands for. So oh, okay. uh, fact or fiction, FICO stands for Fair Isaac Corporation. I'm pretty sure FICO... St- <laughs> this sounds like something you made up. <laughs> Hmm. But are you trying to do a, a reverse psychology on me here? That could be. Because FICO, be. I thought, started with a federal. So I'm going to say false. It is actually true. What? That it is, Fair it is, Isaac? Yes. Yeah, I, I looked that up and I, I couldn't believe it myself, but it does oh. stand for Fair Isaac Corporation. But yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. Oh, sounded like you. Van kind of thing. <laughs> oh, well. In your case, uh, yeah, so oh, you, I think you well, got... Then. How many did you get? You got... I felt like I got the last... Oh, no. I only the, got three of y- them, right? Yeah, I think... Two or three. Anyways, uh, but any but any case, but I always I would have to say a lot of those ones people really don't know yeah. the questions for Absolutely. or the, the answers for them. So and that's our game time. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well, Van, why don't we kind of bring us back? Bring us right. back to the bring beginning. Us back. So right. let's talk about credit scores. I feel like you're completely right. Everybody knows what a credit score is in just in I feel like conversation. Right. I feel like people it's the same example I gave you earlier where people are like, oh, it's just some number that rates me on my credit worthiness, etc. But right. um what is a more I guess official definition of what credit score stands for? All right. So a credit score really is a number that is assigned to you that measures the likelihood of you being able to pay back that debt. Right. That makes sense. So it's just okay. it's really just uh, that's the most simplest way of, of explaining that. And the score is called is something called a FICO score again, um, the Fair Isaac Corporation score. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, and it ranges. I hope that's right. I, I, 
<laughs> be funny. If it was <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> but but in any case, it's a number that ranges from three hundred fifty to eight hundred fifty. So you cannot get anything lower than three fifty and anything higher than eight fifty. But okay. in in order to ad- categorize these, something cons- that is considered a poor credit score is anything between three hundred fifty and uh, six thirty nine. An average credit score is six thirty to six ninety nine. A good credit score is 700 to 749, and an excellent credit score is anything um, above 750, mm. right? So again, th- those are kind of how it's broken down. And these uh, credit scores are calculated and um, are calculated from these three credit bureaus. You know, one is Experian, TransUnion, and we all know uh, the Equifax uh, Ooh, debacle, right? Equifax. <laughs> right. So th- those are the three credit bureaus um, that really calculates these as credit scores. And in general, they, they all kind of do it the same, but, the, you know, you, there's never... It's pretty rare when you can see the same score for every single uh, credit they're bureau. Close. They're pretty close, they're though. Close. Yeah. So, uh, kind of talk us through this a little bit. Uh, so, the moment that... So, is it that these three credit bureaus, they're the ones deciding what your credit score is? Or is it a bank? Or is it... How does that work? It actually, it actually are these three cre- um, credit bureaus. And my understanding is these are private companies, which is interesting. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, they have, they, although I think they each have their own criteria, but they have um, a general criteria of how they come up with these scores, which we'll explain later on okay. this episode. Cool. All right. So people all know that they have a credit score, but why right. is it something that it's important? Why should they care about it? Well, to me, cre- uh, well, not only to me, but. Credit is really only important if you plan to borrow money, right? Yep. So again, if you want to borrow money for small purchases, large purchases, etc., you really need credit. And a lot of stores and you know small, large businesses uses uh, the scores from these three credit bureaus in order to justify whether or not they can loan you this money, mm. right? So the banks will use it. Banks will use it. Credit card companies will use it. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Absolutely. And again, it's it's just something. It's really important for um, you know borrowing money, but. In addition to that, we are also seeing that some low credit score may also affect your job eligibility when you actually go and uh, you know apply for a job. I'm kind of curious. So, at, for your yeah. company, Kevin, uh, do you guys typically no, run credit scores? We don't. Um, not that I know of. Okay. I mean, we we do some background checks right. through um, our uh, our HR. Like through ADP and right. all that, but I don't think that includes credit scores unless it does. I it could, probably, I suppose. I think, well, typically when you do a credit score, you actually have to ask the, you know, oh, the applicant that if, case, if no. that's the case. No. Okay. So typically, and the reason why some employers are starting to do this is because they're looking for people who are looking for signs of financial distress. Because if you can imagine working for accounting or something that's really critical, oh, like yeah. there could be some fraud or like, you know, if like you're financially distressed, another company or somebody else could come in and kind of bribe you. And if you are financially distressed, then the likelihood of you being bribed is a lot higher, right? But whereas somebody who is financially solvent, you know, probably somebody like you, Kevin, no. then, <laughs> then if, you have, if you don't show any signs of that issue, then, you know, you're a better candidate for them. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Man. Yeah, so I think a lot of like, Especially like things like in the FBI, like that's very important because you cannot you can't get bribed. You can't get bribed by like the interest. by the mob and all these organizations and stuff. What is up with you and M examples? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh these extreme examples, Amazing. right? So this is something that was very interesting to me while I was looking at the notes, man. How are credit scores calculated? Because I always thought that that was some secret private formula, but you kind of seem to have broken it up right here. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of misconception here mm-hmm. as well because some of them do believe that you had to hold a balance, right? right. And, yeah. and any of these criteria, none of these really apply. Yeah. It's actually broken down into, let's see, one, two, three, four, five categories. So okay. first category is a payment history. So 
actually 35% of your credit score is based on your payment history. So whether or not you paid everything on time or you're late or you skipped the payment. That um, makes sense. Like the largest portion is based on your payment history. Okay. The next one is uh, how much you owe. So 30% of your credit score is based on what they call a credit utilization rate ratio. Now, let me kind of explain that. <laughs> so <laughs> essentially, it looks at uh, measure how much you owe versus how much credit balance you have. So for instance, if you have... A thousand dollar credit uh, limit, oh. and then you have a thousand dollar balance on your uh, your credit card. Then you have a hundred percent credit utilization ratio. Versus if you have, let's say, you have five hundred dollars on your credit card balance and a thousand dollars, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, max amount. Then that's fifty percent. They look at how much you owe from a credit statement as well. Oh, so it's 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 like basically evaluating when you do get money, mm-hmm. how often you're using all of it up. Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. So if you're maxing out every single year of credit cards, then that is actually bad because I mean, again, thirty percent is is almost one third of your credit score is you know if, is based on how much debt you have. The third category is about fifteen percent of your credit score is uh, the length of your credit history. So this is interesting because I actually thought that one of my strategies in the past was whenever I uh, opened up a new credit card, I reap all the rewards and then within <laughs> a year, I just shut it off, right? Yeah. And that actually hurts your credit, I have to say, um, mainly because it reduces your length of credit history. If you have one card that you have for a, for a long time, for years and years, that actually um, shows that you have a very long credit history. Uh-huh. Now, I, I mean, in my example, I actually still have my uh, Wells Fargo student um, college credit card that I have never I mean it doesn't have a balance I haven't used it in years but it's still on my credit report and it shows that I have had it for 15 years now so right so that it shows that I have at least a 15 year credit history yeah so I mean do you have an example of that as well yeah actually uh, I have a a chase card that I've had for some time Mm, but I've always never used it either and I didn't know whether I should get rid of it right but it clearly yeah, she's probably helped with you should, the credit history. You should keep it, actually. I mean, unless, unless until they actually close it, then yeah. uh, I mean, just let, let the bank figure out when to yeah. close it, right? <laughs> so that's 15%. So the next one is, the next category is uh, types of credit. So 10% of your credit score is based on the diversity of credit that you have. So if you have car loans, credit cards, mortgages, and all that, right? So um, if you have only like one type of credit, like for instance, if you only have like only credit cards, then it, it's actually kind of bad because it doesn't, it doesn't show any diversification. Um, but again, this is, it's kind of weird that they actually want you to have more, more debt yeah, in a way right? or more, more forms of debt. Right. But in any, in any case, that's, oh, but again, that, that doesn't mean like if you make perfect score out, out of everything, it's only 10% of your score, right? right. So 90% of your credit is still fine. <laughs> and the last one here is also, um, it's the last 10%, uh, which is a uh, new credit. So 10% of your uh, credit score is based on uh, how many, uh, let's say, like new credit cards you opened up within, you know, within the short span of time and so forth. If you open a bunch of new credit cards back to back to back, then it will affect your credit score because it looks like, you know, you're adding more and more debt to your, your credit. And that's good. That's actually bad. If you open like, you know, maybe once, one oh, per year, oh, then that's fine. I but see. if you yep, open yep. up like 10 in the period of like a month, then that's bad because you're, op- you're, you're in, in a way that you're increasing your credit gotcha. quite a bit. So in this last 10%, the thing that they're looking for is if you're opening a whole bunch of credit cards at the same time, it actually negatively impacts it. Correct. But if, but it, so if you aren't doing that, it actually gives you a better score. Correct. Yeah. Okay, that makes Correct. sense. Yeah. So uh, again, those are, those are the main five categories. So again, wow. if anybody tells you anything different than those, then, you know, they're, you know, they don't know anything. Just refer, <laughs> just tell them to listen to this podcast episode, right? Yeah, man. I don't know. Huh, very, very sassy this, this morning. <laughs> Van, one of the thing, one thing I want to do before we go to best practices is sure. one of our 
idols, I would say, or financial gurus in the space is Dave Ramsey. Right. And he talks a lot yeah, about yeah. not using credit cards and and uh, not having mortgages and stuff like that. And Well, not, not, not having mortgages, but about paying everything in cash and all that. And right. one of the things he always gets questions on is, well, if I don't have a credit card, I can't build up credit. And what is his response to that? Because it's always been very interesting to me. His his response to that is so. Unfortunately, we live in the uh, in a world where if you have credit, things are a lot easier for you. You can obtain money a lot easier. But um, what Dave is kind of challenging is that there are ways to let's say buy a house without having any credit. And yeah. he actually says having no credit is actually a lot better than having uh, bad credit. Yeah, because having um, there are certain banks out there who actually would provide a home loan with no credit. You just have to no prov- credit score, no credit right, score. Yeah. yeah, but you have to provide like you know make sure that you have a solvent, in, a lot of income, adequate savings, and all all that. But again, there's not very many of those banks out there. Yeah, and do you think any of the big banks would do that today? Probably not. Yeah, because uh, Dave says something about like you have to do something called a manual underwriting, and I don't think a lot of banks today do that. And it's uh, because it yeah, it, like it's too. it. Probably, I actually think that a lot of the um, the Current generation of uh, you know tell, uh, bank tellers, they probably not even trained for that. Mm. I would say because it's such a uh, you know old uh, old style of thinking, right? Whereas a lot these days, it's a lot easier to run a credit report and uh, you know kind of go through the normal process yeah. of doing it. But yeah, to, to David's point, really, the only time you should borrow money is if you are going to buy a house. And he says there are loan, uh, lenders out there who can give you um, who can loan you without credit. Yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of pretty extreme side of it. Would you say it's extreme? But I would say a lot of people who are in that camp I'll probably do a lot better than people who do have oh, credit I see. Yeah, because you can have like you know an 850 credit score but your financial situation oh, could I be see. crap right yeah, because yeah. in a way they kind of treat you better if like you do have bad habits <laughs> in a way or uh, yeah maybe, maybe, I, I know what you mean like you know what you, I mean? there's so, some there's some uh incentives to actually open up more credit that will open you up to more risk exactly and bad habits it, to get to a higher score which it, is kind of counterintuitive exactly i, I always right. felt like that was weird um, okay, well, let's let's talk about some best practices, I guess. Given that we know how calcula- uh, credit scores are calculated, we know why it's important, etc. I guess, what are some of the main takeaways from us about credit scores? All right, so... <laughs> I just put the here that, uh, you know, just really understand how your credit scores are affected, yeah. like, you know, with the five categories I, I mentioned. And again, don't don't listen to your drunk uncle at, <laughs> in the next time you see him about, you know, about his uh, magic yeah. ways of increasing your credit. Right. But again, you know, make sh- making sure that there are no late payments, uh, mm-hmm. keeping your debt low. Uh, don't cancel all your credit cards. Um, I mean, just at least keep one of them open, I would say. Um, have multiple lines of credit. And yeah, that's really, you know, some really good ways to uh, maintain and increase your credit score. Yep. Some of the other ones I have here is more for like making sure you don't have these bad habits. But do you, I would say like uh, one good way of increasing your credit is making sure to use your credit cards to pay off any monthly bills that you would normally pay through your debit or checking account, right? So for instance, um, you know my cable bill, I use my credit card to pay for that. But I mean, normally most people would probably just use their bank withdrawal. But there's really no point in that because you're going to pay off that month that amount anyways for each month. So you might as well use a credit card to earn yeah. points and. Also, um, you know, that, that just makes it easier for you to build credit as well. And similarly, like going to a gas station, use your credit card, yep. <laughs> right? Another thing is, uh, I mean, this is something you do, Kevin. Uh, do you set an auto payment for your credit cards? No, <clears throat> you don't. I don't. I and, always like to see right. and then pay it. Yeah. And, and that's actually really good practice because mm-hmm. now you, um, first of all, you're making sure that there are no fraudulent um, you know, claims on your credit mm-hmm. statement or in your credit card statement. And secondly, it kind of forces you to see like how much you're spending, right? Yeah. You're like, holy crap, yeah. like, I, you know, I spent 500 bucks on this stupid toy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it kind of lets you see it like so uh, true. firsthand. Yeah. 
Uh, another one is uh, starting your credit early. So, uh, Kevin, w- when did you start your credit? I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think my first, like, does opening up a bank account start count as towards credit? Not, not, not really, really, but right. if you open up, I mean, a lot of times or when you open up a, card? well, when you open up a, a bank account, they also have, like, a they open up a credit card at the same time, but I don't know. They, they, they gave they me have a you debit do that? card only. I see. Does that count? It doesn't, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I mean, be, so because. maybe two years after that. I see. It was in high school. Okay. Oh, you did it in high school? Yeah, oh, but nice. it was a bank account. That's only. pretty early then. Debit. Oh, really? That is pretty oh. early. Because I don't think you could open a credit card until you're 18, I have to say. Yeah, it was it was like the last, it was like senior year or something like that. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so you're a pretty early bird. Oh, cool. So, yeah. so when would you say typically people are starting college? I would say started early, but there is one really big caveat to this. Be- oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there is. And what is that? The caveat is uh, I would only open one as early as you can if you are responsible <laughs> with your money, right? It's pretty vague. Right. But let's put it this way. Like if you are a natural spender, like yeah. for instance, you get your allowance and you spend like 100% of it every single time, then I would, you know, I would not open a credit card because you're going to get into more trouble. But if you're the type of kid who gets money but saves it or like spends only a portion of it and saves the rest, then I think, you know, in that case, you may be in the mindset where you can actually start building credit. Any thoughts on what you're going to do with your two daughters? My two daughters. Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to have them have listen to, to this episode, yeah. first of all. <laughs> Before <laughs> go, you start their credit. Yeah. yeah, this is stupid. Uh, but in any case, yeah, so I, I haven't really figured that out yet, mm-hmm. but in a way, I... I don't, I'm not sure how I'm going to introduce debt to them yet because yeah. I know I've read that book, uh, Smart Money, um, Smart Kids yeah. uh, by uh, by Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. That one, I mean, they, they don't really talk about borrowing money at all, right? So oh, they right. don't even want you to even do that. So maybe that's kind of an approach I, I would do. But because really for them, I, I only want them to borrow money for a mortgage and not even not even for a oh, car, wow. actually. Yeah, even, like for a car, I, I don't want them to have a car payment at all. Uh, but my poor niece. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, that's kind of how I want to do it. But again, you know, start early if you can, but only if you deem yourself as a, a responsible. Okay. And uh, the next part is really, um, I would say another best practice is protecting your credit, right? So, uh, Kevin, yeah. do, do you have any ways that you're protecting your credit currently? Well, ever since that whole Equifax situation, I know one of the things we do is the monitoring service. Right. Uh, I did it through AAA, like oh, you cool. told me to, which is cool. Um, yeah, that that's probably, the, I mean, other than that, I mean, obviously checking your bank statements and all that and right. all that and make sure there's no... Uh, fraudulent claims, making sure you're doing all those best practices, but I, ha- I don't do anything beyond that. Okay, no, yeah. that's, that's actually that's actually really good. Another thing that I would actually add is uh, checking your credit report every year, mm. actually, because at, if you go to annualcreditreport.com, uh, you can oh. actually check your credit report for free once per year, and oh, it's, cool. it doesn't give you your score, but it actually give, it gives you a snapshot of all of your open accounts, and if you look at an account, you're like, man, what, what is... I never open up a gap yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> so you can actually go through and um, figure out which is which ones are legit and oh, which ones cool. are not. And hopefully um, they're all legit. I'm glad that you brought up the credit monitoring because yeah. I know a lot of people think like, oh, you know, I, I do want to do credit monitoring. But, you know, you, you don't have to actually, you know, people, they want to spend like the extra, you know, seven, eight bucks a month to do mm-hmm. all this, right? Because they're they're probably allocating that for Netflix or Hulu yeah. or something like that. Something more important, right? Yeah. But there's actually quite a bit of free options out there. Like if you have AAA, then they do provide a, yeah. you know, a, a credit monitoring service for free. Uh, granted, it's only for one credit bureau. But again, every time I've um, I've opened up new credit or like apply for a loan or anything, I always get um, notification from yeah, that credit bureau. Yeah, I was going to say. I think right? it's pretty cool, yeah. actually. They do a good job. Yeah, so I don't think, uh, you know, and that's probably good. If you do that and check your credit report once a year, then you're, that's fantastic. 
Um, but there's one other thing you can do to protect your credit, which is to lock your credit. So I don't know. Is that something that you and your wife do? We don't do that. Um, but I remember you telling me about this mm-hmm. um, and how that's probably that it helps with. Is this the th- same thing as helping with the identity theft? Issue, Pretty right? much, yeah. So what it does is you can go to each of your three credit bureaus and lock your account. So that way, let's say every time um, you make a loan or somebody does a loan on your behalf, they have to unlock it in order to you know have that uh, access to the um, that new application and so forth. And uh, it's actually it's an extra security because you actually have to either call them or go to their website and then unlock it manually. And the only way a thief can have that is if they have access, you know, the, the access codes that you are given when you lock your account. Now, um, it is a pain in the butt, though, I have to say, because, oh, you know, yeah. with me going through the whole home buying process, yeah. you know, I have to do this like unlock and then, you know, relock it again and, <laughs> and all this, all this nonsense. So it is a hassle. But to me, I like that peace of mind that when it's locked, then it's no very hard. Touch it. It's yep. very hard to um, open up any lines of credit under yeah. my name. So, Van, to close out here, um, if you were one of our, let's say one of our listeners is saying, look, I, I don't have a good credit score. Right. I, I just haven't for reasons in the past, you know, but I am on the right path now. Mm-hmm. I'm paying off my debts um, or I'm debt free, etc. But this, like you said, it, it hangs with you for seven years. Right. Um, you know, do, what advice do you have to, for those folks? If they're, they're saying like, look, credit scores have only been... Uh, a pain in my ass mm-hmm. because they've denied me all this. Why should I even think about going after credit? Like, what are your thoughts on something like that? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't quite understand. Folks. Sorry. So what, do you, what do you mean by that? Sorry. So if you're, uh, let's say you're someone that is, uh, you know, you, you've been hurt by the credit score okay, ratings right. in the past, right? Should he or he or she continue to, you know, potentially look for more credit and, and apply for more credit now that they can, knowing that there's this credit history kind of hanging there, right? Or should they turn more to more like what you're saying, stay away from the credit cards completely, really try to just pay things um, mm. in cash unless it's mortgage, etc. I see, I see. Um, in that case, I mean, let's go back to the five um, categories, yeah. right? So, you know, if they still have debt, then continue paying that off um, yep. on time and making sure that each of those um, payments are not late or you're skipping any payments. Um, and and in that case, you know, if, if it helps you to do auto payments and go ahead. But yeah. again, uh, you should still look at your statements every single month. Two biggest categories is making sure you pay on time and reducing your credit card credit utilization ratio, right? Meaning gotcha. lowering your debt. So if you do that, uh, if you pay on time and lowering your debt in the process, then that actually helps both ways to build, continue building your credit. Gotcha. Yeah, so I think just keep doing that. I wouldn't open up any new credit, mm-hmm. <laughs> per se, but just focus on the current debt you have right now. Gotcha. Yeah. So this person could still continue to utilize credit, Correct. credit cards and things like that, right. as long as they follow some of these plans, right? Exactly, exactly. Cool. Well, um, anything else, Van, on credit scores? I thought that was pretty complete overview more than i've ever known (laughs) no i think that's all i got i mean i i'm trying to scroll through here yeah that's all i got cool well well folks if you have any questions on credit scores please reach out to us at a word about wealth at gmail.com and we will see you next time take care guys and gals yeah you always forget the gals